Hey everybody, welcome to the Aligned Love Podcast. This is the place where I am going to help you find the one thing that you feel is missing, healthy love. I am your host, Lauren Zoller, and in this podcast, I will share with you how to attract love, live in alignment, and elevate your deepest relationships. So buckle up, get present, tune into your body, and open up to the possibility that you truly do get to have it all. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Aligned Love Podcast. You get me today. It is another solo episode, and we're going to be diving in today all about micro-cheating. And really what we're going to be talking about is the not-so-subtle art of continuing to be with people who are emotionally unavailable and how to break that cycle. And part of the reason that I've decided to go into this topic and to really dive deep is because... You know, I look at what people engage with in my social content and what people send me messages about. And I posted a video around Christmas time that was all about micro cheating. And I tell you what, it almost broke the internet. (laughs) It went viral as far as viral is concerned in my world and my social media world. And so I knew that it was something that hit a lot of buttons and also had a lot of questions attached to it. So I thought that we would dive deep into it today. And part of the reason I want to also speak into it is because emotional unavailability, it's real and it's hard. And it is one of the most difficult patterns to break when you are out in the dating world. And so I want to shed some light on it and talk about ways that you can start to shift this for yourself. If attracting emotionally unavailable partners is something that really does show up often in your life. And whether you're in the dating world or not, let's say that you are in a happy relationship, but you still attract emotionally unavailable friends or you yourself find yourself in moments where you feel like you can't really tap into your emotions, there is going to be something for you in this episode today. So let's kick it off by talking about what is micro cheating. And I want to start here because I feel as though most people have never really heard the term and it also gets kind of a bad rap. Honestly, I think I came up with it. I don't think it was something that I looked at and decided I was going to give my two cents on. I feel as though it is something that's not spoken about enough. But micro cheating in my definition is something that is what I call the not so subtle art of tiptoeing between the line of innocent and uh uh-oh this could really get me in trouble. And it's really those harmless behaviors that when you start to add them up and when you really look at them in partnership, they make you start to question the person that you're in a relationship with. And so some of these not so subtle behaviors look like secretly messaging someone, right? Maybe you are on Instagram and you are shooting off DMs to a male friend that you have had a crush on in the past. Or maybe it's not someone that you have a crush on, but they have a crush on you and you're still entertaining messages with them in the DMs. Or it's that person that maybe you stumble upon your current partner messaging in the DMs that it seems like it's not really crossing the line, but it gives you that pit in your stomach that something is going on. Another kind of indication of micro cheating and something that I see a lot is someone who maintains deep contact with their ex. Now, I always get my hand slapped for this one because people often say to me, well, I'm friends with my ex and it's fine. 
And I would have to question that. And I would really have to challenge that because I'll say that, yes, there are exes of mine who I am cordial with. And if I were to run into them in public, I would 1000% ask how they're doing and make sure that they are okay. But out of respect for Sean, and he feels the same way, because of the history that I've had with my exes, there is no reason for me to maintain contact with them. Now, it's different if you have children with an ex and you have to co-parent. Co-parenting is a different conversation, not what we're talking about. But someone who has consistent contact with their ex is really tiptoeing a pretty thin line. I 1000% trust Sean and everything that he does. And I know that if he spoke to an ex because he needed something or he wanted to check on someone that I can trust him because I have that deep sense of trust. But I also know that it's uncharted territory because there is so much history between you and the person that you've dated. So when someone is maintaining consistent contact with an ex, you're really not giving your full self to the relationship and to the person that you have said, you know what, I'm committing to this person in partnership. So that's another sign of what I like to call micro cheating. Another sign of micro cheating is telling someone that you are single when you aren't. I cannot tell you how many, when I used to go out to the bars back when I was in my 20s, how many of my girlfriends would, even if they were in a fight with their boyfriend, let's say they were in a fight with their boyfriend and they were going out to the bars and they really wanted to you know, have fun, they would tell someone that they met that they were single when they weren't. They wouldn't take it any further. They wouldn't get that person's number, but they would vocalize that they were single. And that is lying, right? That is lying. And it also teeters that line of, I'm not fully into this relationship. If I'm saying that I'm single and I'm not really single, then that's not a great way to really say that you're committed to the person that you're with. Also, I see micro cheating coming up in partnership when someone develops a strong emotional connection with someone and there are conflicting stories around Whether or not emotional connection is actually cheating, I 1000% think it is. I know that an emotional connection is oftentimes stronger than a physical connection. And so emotional connection with someone and what this looks like is creating some sort of a deep bond where you're sharing really intimate details with someone that you would not, and those details are are not what you are sharing with your partner. That is micro cheating. Now it's different. Yes, you have girlfriends. Your your partner cannot fill every single need for you. But when it's about the relationship and it's about something that is a foundation in the partnership, and you are going outside to speak about those deep, emotional, vulnerable things with someone else outside of your partner, this is where things just really start to get hairy. So we're not talking about when it comes to micro cheating, we're not talking about the blatant cheating tactics or actions, behaviors that someone would execute when we think of normal cheating. We're talking about those tiny little micro actions that start to add up. And the truth is that when you are emotionally available and you are deeply committed to someone in partnership, These types of behaviors, you know, secretly messaging someone else, having contact with an ex, telling someone you're single when you're not, giving your number to a stranger, even if it's the wrong number and it doesn't go anywhere, having an emotional connection to someone outside of your partner, all of these tiny little things, in essence, they are a symptom of emotional unavailability. 
If you are unavailable to be fully emotionally present with your partner, you will engage in these types of behaviors because it feels safer to do that. Feels safer to go outside of the partnership because there's something in the partnership that doesn't feel safe. Now, I always say that if you attract emotionally unavailable partners or if you yourself tend to lean towards emotionally unavailable behaviors, it really is a reflection of something that's much deeper seated that really needs to be looked at. If we look at the path of emotional unavailability, and believe me, I was very much there and I have a lot of clients who come into my practice who struggle with emotional unavailability. It really stems from the relationship that you have with a primary caretaker as a young child where you didn't feel safe enough to express big emotions. You may have not had a caretaker that really was validating of your existence or gave you praise or was actually consistent. If you had what we call a helicopter parent who parented you sometimes and then was completely absent, and or if you, let's say you were a child, you were a product of divorce, and that sense of emotional availability and nurturing and reassurance wasn't there for you as a child, then fast forward to your adult relationships, vulnerability and trusting someone to be there emotionally and physically can feel really threatening. It can feel really unsafe. So what I'm coming to full circle in this conversation is that if you find yourself, we're going to talk about two different aspects here. If you find yourself in a relationship with someone who is executing these micro-cheating habits, this is a sign that that person is really struggling with emotional availability in their own life. And because I deeply believe that every relationship is a mirror, first off, this doesn't mean that you get to accept this behavior because this is unacceptable behavior. If you are in committed partnership with someone, then they need to commit to the relationship. And these micro-cheating patterns are probably going to fester into something bigger. That's all I'm going to say about that. So honor yourself. Do what you need to do to create boundaries, exit the relationship if needed. But I also want you to take a moment to flip the mirror back on yourself and say, where am I emotionally unavailable? Where do emotions feel too big for me? And where am I running away from them? Or where am I excusing this type of behavior in partnerships? because I'm too afraid to honor that I'm worth receiving more. Are you a high achieving woman who is tired of swiping left and right, hoping to find the love of your life? Are you ready to break free from toxic relationships and finally create a deep lasting connection with someone who truly aligns with your heart and soul? Well, I want to introduce you to the Align Love Collective, a transformative six-month coaching container designed to help you find your soulmate without sacrificing your career or wasting any more time on the dating apps. In the Align Love Collective, you'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Our team of expert coaches and therapists will guide you through a proven process to discover the root of what's keeping you from finding your soulmate understand how to get your nervous system in alignment with what you desire. Then watch it all unfold as you implement the roadmap that will lead you straight into the arms of the one you love. 
But that's not all. When you join the Align Love Collective, you become a part of a supportive community of like-minded individuals, all on their own journeys to finding the love that aligns with their deepest desires. You'll receive ongoing support through live coaching sessions and exclusive resources to help you every step of the way. Plus, you'll gain access to guest experts to ensure that you have the tools that you need for success. Don't settle for anything less than the love you deserve. Join the Align Love Collective and discover the path to a healthy, lasting love. If you want to learn more, visit my website at www.laurenzoller.com backslash soulmate, S-O-U-L-M-A-T-E to learn more. The Align Love Collective, where love and alignment go hand in hand. Okay, so that's the first thing that I want to say. If you're in partnership with someone, it's time for you to start setting boundaries. And those boundaries may look like exiting the relationship. It also may look like bringing all of these micro-cheating behaviors to the table and saying, these are unacceptable. I do not desire this in partnership. And I also know that I play a part in this. I know that you take responsibility. I need to heal the part of me that is emotionally unavailable and is showing up to this partnership and not making both of us feel safe enough to be here. But I will not be in a relationship where these types of behaviors are present. So it's really taking ownership of that and taking it one step further and saying, okay, if I'm with someone who is emotionally unavailable and is executing these types of behaviors, how is it a reflection of what's going on within me? So that's the first thing that I want you to look at. If you are the person who is executing these types of behaviors, It's really time to get honest with yourself and to ask yourself, why am I going outside of this relationship? And this is when we talk about the nervous system, these types of behaviors are very much survival patterns. You don't feel safe to be emotionally vulnerable and available in the current partner that you are with. And so you decide to go outside of the partnership to get that hit of validation. When someone goes outside of a partnership, goes outside of a committed relationship and starts to entertain these micro cheating behaviors, it is a survival response and play. There is an alarm going off in your nervous system saying it is not safe to be emotionally vulnerable in this partnership. That often means that when things get hard, you have to sit in those emotions and use your words to vocally communicate with your partner how you're feeling. So instead, what your nervous system says is, this isn't safe. I still need validation. I still need to feel accepted. I still need to feel like I am wanted. And so you go outside of the partnership to get that hit of quick validation. Truly, micro-cheating and cheating as a whole is no different than being addicted to a substance, a drug. You are going outside of yourself to receive an external hit of validation. But here's the key. Here's the problem with that. Just like booze, you're always going to be chasing after that high. You're always going to be chasing after that sense of external validation. And so until you heal that survival part of yourself and your nervous system that needs someone else to validate your existence because your partner can't do it. And I promise you the person that you are going to outside of your relationship, they're not going to be able to do it either. You may get a quick hit, but this is really a deeper seated issue. Until you start to heal that survival response inside of your nervous system, you are going to continue to repeat these micro-cheating habits. You're going to continue to not feel fulfilled in partnership. I promise you that it's not the current partner that you're with. It's something deep within you that needs to be addressed and needs to be healed. 
So here's a little exercise that you can do if you feel like you really do struggle with micro-cheating and or if you are in a relationship with someone who is going outside of themselves and is executing these types of behaviors in partnership, okay? I want you to just take a moment to get out a piece of paper and you're gonna just journal on this, journal on this question. As a child, how was I taught to give and receive love? It's question number one. Question number two, as a child, how were big emotions handled? And what version of myself did I create to receive love and to receive validation? These two questions are going to start the breadcrumb trail of beginning to understand why you A, accept certain behaviors in partnership, and B, what coping mechanisms you created to feel like you could either run away from big emotions or receive the love that you deeply desired for yourself. Micro-cheating is never okay. It is always one lie that spins to another lie. And eventually you start to feel, if you are the one doing the micro-cheating, like you need to keep things from your partner because you know in your gut it's not right. Also, if you were the person that is being micro-cheated on, you have that sense of intuition. You know that something is off. You know that something doesn't feel right. And so this is your friendly nudge to start to honor it and to really ask yourself the deeper questions. Whether you are the one micro-cheating or you are the one being micro-cheated on, it is a sign that there is some sort of emotional availability that is alive in your system, in your nervous system. And it's time for you to start looking at those survival patterns so that you can begin shifting from this space of protection to deep connection. Because I'll tell you this, there is a reality that exists where micro-cheating and cheating, it's not a reality doesn't happen. But it does take two people who are willing to commit to understanding that emotional availability really is a survival response in their system and that they are willing to heal that. So that is my bit on micro-cheating. I wanted to go a little bit deeper. I hope that this was helpful and supportive to you. I'm always committed to going really deep into topics that may hold some question, or you may want to know a little bit more about, okay, I understand this, but how do I start to heal it for myself? I always say that healing really comes down to two steps and two steps only. Awareness is the first step. Choice is the second. We cannot choose differently if we are not aware of what we need to choose differently about. So hopefully this episode gave you a little bit of deeper insight into emotional availability. Make sure that you stay tuned because I will see you next week for another expert interview that is full of juicy information. I'll see you then. That wraps up today's episode of the Aligned Love Podcast. One thing that would really help me and the other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment wherever you tune in and listen. Also, make sure to link up with me on Instagram at Lauren Zoller and please share this podcast with anyone who you think may enjoy it. Until next episode, remember, every transformation begins with one moment of awareness. And I hope today has been yours. I'll see you next time.